0: Simon and Lee, we're here to educate Megs, okay, about Christmas music, and we're here to tell him all about how if you were lucky enough, probably smart enough and clever enough to write a Christmas song, you could be writing a check for yourself every year for the rest of your life. It's like a pension fund, really. I mean, get this, so Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Apparently, that's a million pounds a year in royalties, Not just from it being played at Christmas time, but movies and stuff like that. Mariah Carey's uh, All I Want for Christmas Is You. The only fascinating part of that song left is watching her do it slightly less better year after year after year as her voice degenerates. Which is really cruel, but it's sort of true. I wish she'd stop. £400,000 a year. Lee and Simon, welcome to Time to Talk where we're talking about the world's worst Christmas songs. How are you both?
1: Fine, festive and and cold.
0: Christmas tree's up?
1: Not yet. It no, will it, be. It's November. Ah, humbug.
0: Okay, so there are some pretty bad Christmas songs around, aren't there? Pretty bad.
1: Oh, decades worth of them.
0: But I oh, yeah. think when Whitney Houston uses that beautiful instrument of hers, her voice, to sing Frosty the Snowman, I think it deserves to be mocked. I don't yeah, think wow. it's right. I don't think God gave her the instrument to sing "Frosty the Snowman" in that big, soaring Whitney-esque voice. It's not right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys have all you've all chosen two songs that you say are uh, you know should probably be banned or never listened to or only listened to for amusement. What have you got, Lee? What's what's one of the tracks that you've chosen today?
1: Oh, the first one that I have is by a band, I don't know if they were ever popular in Australia, called The Darkness, who were kind of like a sort of ironic rock band in the kind of like, sort of like late 90s. Anyway, the song, their Christmas song, which I detest, is called um, Christmas Time, brackets, don't let the bells end, closed brackets. It. it it's it just make it's one of when your teeth go on edge and you're like oh no um yeah it's just not it's did are you aware of this band are you aware of the song in australia
0: no but that I think what we've done for this podcast is none of us have compared notes, so you're going no. to be hearing a lot of fascinated pauses here <laughs> and silence because I'm I'm literally looking it up as you speak. To, because I'm 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 in tune with you, I want to know, but I haven't heard of the darkness. I haven't heard of this song, but I'm just looking up lyrics now, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's already bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, they kind of they were they kind of dressed as kind of 70s rockers with like leotards and stuff like that it was also supposed to be very tongue-in-cheek they had a really big hit um in in the charts with um a thing called love which he he sings in like a falsetto voice um and this was kind of their their attempt at um a christmas number one because in the uk it was always um the big thing to have the christmas number one
0: Yep, pretty badly. Pretty. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not I feel like that's fraud <laughs> <Pretty bad. laughs>
1: Yeah, and it comes out, and they play it every single year. It starts being played on radio, and I physically have to turn it off if it comes on in the car because it angers me
0: so much. Um, I've got issues. It enrages you. It boils yeah, your blood. But isn't that good in winter?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, the, the, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. I, I, it, I, I just wish it would go away.
0: Now, Santa Baby divides people big time. It's been covered by Madonna, Kylie, Fergie of all people, which, by the way, if you're put into uh, if you typing it on Word, it changes Fergie to Fergus, which is oh. interesting. I don't know why.
3: I really like the Madonna version of it, but the Madonna version of it was the first version of it I
0: ever heard. So. It was on some charity album back in 89, yeah. I think yeah. it was. I, it was in my house, so that's how I know. Yeah, me too. All right, Simon, what's one of your worst? What have you chosen?
3: So my first one is um, Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louie. Which I think is possibly one of the worst songs ever written. (laughs) Oh. And. Tell us why. I just think it's terrible. It's so annoying. And, like, so working in retail for a long time and having to listen to it every year at Christmas when we were forced to listen to the same Christmas album, like, on repeat. And it would always. Is
0: it a Christmas song?
3: Yeah, it was a Christmas wow. number one, I think.
0: I, I'm just looking at it. That's all. Again, I haven't compared notes you with not you, so I'm looking it. it up. And it, no, it starts with "Hey, Mister Churchill comes over here to say we're doing splendidly, but it's very cold out here in the snow, marching yeah. to and from the enemy."
3: Yeah, it's dreadful. Like I really can't, I can't describe how much I hate this song. It throws <laughs> me into like a ridiculous rage.
1: It's about oh, the good. war, isn't it? It's, it yeah, it's, yeah. It's about from the perspective of soldiers in the war. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. It is. It's one of those where the, it always seems to have been there, and there's, there's that fluty stuff in it that goes do 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 do. Yeah. 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 Oh,
3: God, hate it.
2: What did you think of that? I thought it was atrocious. Awful, awful. <laughs> I'm
0: glad we don't live over there. <laughs> Are you really gonna? <laughs> yeah, I really am. Oh my
1: god!
2: We're <laughs> laughing. Megs, you generally love Christmas songs, though, right? Yeah, I love Christmas songs. They they very um, remind me of good times. Because we've always had splendid Christmases. Yeah, exactly.
0: So Every time we put on. And and since Spotify, so basically back in the early days when you were a baby, I would make my own (laughs) mixtapes. Yeah. Some people will get that. And then I would make my own mix CDs because I bought a burner and that was hideous. It was much easier to make mixtapes than burn onto CD. I don't know if anyone else listening gets that, but my goodness, when you heard that little piece of disc in it going and not burning, failed. It's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? I've spent four days downloading these four songs because remember with the dial-up? Did you get that over there, over oh, there too in yeah. Britain, dial-up? Yeah. Mm. And that's what it was. And then you'd spend four days downloading a song and it was just such a triumph when you finally <laughs> got it pirating off. What was it called? Napster, I think it was called. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And I love it. Yeah. All right. I'm, I've got one from Whitney Houston. It's called One Wish. And then it's another one, Lee, in brackets for Christmas. Now, why she couldn't have just called it One Wish for Christmas without the brackets is just baffling to me. I have no idea. When you put something in brackets, usually you sort of designates that there's a separate idea, right? But mm, One yes. Wish for Christmas is an idea in itself. So why One Wish? For Christmas. Yeah. In brackets. I have no idea.
2: Well, people use brackets in, in titles when it's like for grammatical understanding, like so you understand what they're actually saying. I know.
0: So get this one. So you're absolutely right. In this context, Whitney Houston, one wish, brackets, for Christmas. Yeah. Close brackets. Why? Why?
2: Well, I you're mean, at she, English. it's not just a wish for anything. It's a wish specifically for Christmas. Oh, I but see. Yeah. She's
0: really set. So, in other words, she could have released this at any other time of the year, but mm. she really wants
2: to make it clear this is specifically for her Christmas royalty check. No, no. She, the point is she couldn't have released it at any other time of the year. It has to be Christmas time. But I think you're right. She could have just done one wish and people would have understood. Mm. But, you know, it's sort of patronising
0: Just picture this, Lee. I've got a quandary for you, okay? I've got a, a little life puzzle for you to solve. If there were no presents waiting on Santa's sleigh, what would you wish for for Christmas? And, hang on, if that's not, you know, a conundrum enough for you, and if Frosty the Snowman was melting away, I would pray for hope and unity on Christmas Day. So you've gone out the back. Right. Frosty the Snowman that you built the night before. and He's melting. Oh. So she drops to her knees and she prays for hope and unity. Because Frosty was snowman melting away. She loved us and She did. It represents all that's wrong in the world. Thank God she didn't live through COVID. She wouldn't have coped. No. she couldn't cope with Frosty melting, what would she have done in 2020?
2: Right, yeah. Are you sure that's not a ritual they do in the United States or something where if there's a snowman melting, you make a wish on it? Like, God. You'd have to take a very long time to make that wish, wouldn't you? It's not like blowing out a candle. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's point. my
0: four-hour wish. It's like the Lord's Prayer 15,000 times. No, I was just yeah. trying to see because you're attacking her on it. <laughs> yeah, his
1: head's, his head's just about to go. I'm going to make the, Oh, no, it's still there.
0: That's right. And the four-year-old boy is going, how long do we have to be here for? <laughs> well. <laughs> anyway, so it's just a shocker. Have a little listen to this. This is Whitney Houston. One wish for Christmas. Mm.
2: What did you think, Max? I thought it was actually quite nice. Oh, <laughs> 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 all right, that's it. I'm playing it on
0: repeat until you hate it. <laughs> and that's only about three times with you, isn't it? Your attention span. No. Okay, Lee, take us away. What else have you got on your horror list?
1: Oh well, my second one is 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 considered a Christmas classic in the UK, but um, um. I I can't I, so. I'm assuming that you guys know who Cliff Richard is in Australia. Um no, he's like he's like a stalwart of UK um mu- light entertainment music. He was massive. He's like a granny's choice. Um but he Some
0: people they hurt one another, uh, isn't that him? Oh
1: yeah. And and that lovely, wasn't a Christmas song though. No. no, that wasn't a Christmas song, yeah. Um
0: Living doll with those funny men who were on that funny show. Yeah. The,
1: young the ones. Um, yeah, the young ones.
0: Yeah. You mm. Yeah, oh, I loved that.
1: Yeah, he's so he had a tradition of releasing Christmas songs, um, and the one that re- they're all not good, but the one that irritates me the most <laughs> is called "Mistletoe and Wine,",
2: Christmas time,
1: Christmas time. Mistletoe and, wine. Children Christmas. and it spent four weeks at, at number one. in in the UK and sold like 750,000 copies. It's just, ugh. It's like every trite Christmas kind of thing you could imagine he's put into a song. So, and the video is just dreadful. It's like a, a studio Christmas, scene that you never get in england ever um kind of like wandering around a village with like happy-faced children and proper (laughs) snowmen and stuff like that and it's just it's just it's all about the kind of lyrics are like um christmas time mistletoe and wine children singing christian rhyme with logs on the fire and i think it's gifts by the tree um and it's all, it's, 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 it's a little bit religious, little bit sort of schmaltzy Christmassy. Um, and it's one of those that, you know, when, when you were a kid, your grandma got, Oh, put that one on by Cliff. It's lovely. That one. I love it. Um And inside you were, you were <laughs> internally burning the Christmas tree down because you thought, no,
0: <laughs> not again, not, not again. again,
1: not that song.
0: I'll even listen to some people, yeah, but not just,
1: that one. <laughs> just, don't put it on again, please. Um, um, it's yeah, it's, it, it, and it kind of every sort of so many years, he'll like do it on a Christmas special with like getting guest singers in the, of current times to, to, to sing it with him. Um, but it's just horrible. It's not good.
3: I love this song. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> know, but, um it's actually one of my favorites
1: oh my god. god he's just saying that to hurt me that's what he's
3: why he's doing it <laughs> yeah that's for the Danny no comments no i agree really, no i i do i love this song i think it's it's become a bit of a guilty pleasure i think because like it was so huge and it was so huge when i was a child um so i've grown up with it really and yeah i i, I love it
0: An honourable mention here, Megs, anything by The Chipmunks makes me want to run and toss myself off a balcony.
2: I know you hate that. I hate The Chipmunks.
0: It's just high And I don't know why every Christmas compilation album in the whole world, you can go on Spotify and go Christmas playlist and that's lovely and some, you know, generally good songs. But then The Chipmunks is in every playlist. You can't escape it. I've got a a song that I actually really quite like because it's meant to be stupid. Uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Any of you who heard this? Oh my own Patsy. No. Have a grandpa quick listen to this. It's not necessarily over by
2: tragic. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa.
0: But as for me and grandpa, we what do you think of that? Megs, funny? Um, a little bit. <laughs> too much at all. I'll read you some of the lyrics. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe she'd been drinking too much eggnog. And we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication and she staggered out the door into the snow. When we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack, she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claw marks on her back.
2: <laughs> in- incriminating? <laughs> they put the word incriminating
0: in Yeah, I know. It's very clever to get that into music.
2: That's dark.
0: It is dark, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Hopefully based on a true story. <laughs> um,
3: um, so my second one is the from the second Mariah Carey Christmas album, "Merry Christmas to You." Um, it's her version of "Old Lang Syne."
0: Oh, I would have thought that would be wonderful with her beautiful vocal tones
3: It's possibly one of the worst things I've ever heard in my entire life and I love it because it's terrible No, it it's so bad and it was produced by Randy Jackson who I thought had like a reasonable amount of taste Um, but it's it starts off kind of just with her warbling and then it Descends into this really terrible Euro House version of Old Lang Syne. Oh, is, dear! It's so I play it whenever I DJ at New Year at midnight because it's so awful. I just think it's hilarious, and I like, like watching people like turn round when it starts to go into a house song. <laughs> what the hell is is my favourite part of the year. So I, so I play it at midnight every year, but it's oh god, it's so bad.
0: Uh, Lee, he's a bit of a Christmas cracker fan, and he he writes for jokes, apparently, for some of the cracker <laughs> factories over there in the UK. I do, yeah. And this is one of his. Yeah, this is one of my, <laughs> you this,
1: this is one of my best, best pieces of work, this. Who is Rudolph's favourite pop star?
0: Who is Rudolph's favourite pop star? Hmm, not sure.
1: It's Beyonce.
2: Uh, Uh, That got a laugh
1: They don't normally It
0: did Mm. Well um, What's green and
2: sings? Oh It's Elvis Parsley
1: Oh Oh.
2: But that's not Christmas anyway
0: Well (laughs) uh, Sorry Well he released lots of Christmas albums I think So there's the link Just edit that out I think yeah. <laughs> I'm not editing it out how rude. <laughs> how
1: how does Darth Vader enjoy his Christmas turkey on the dark side?
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the dark side oh, of the chicken or whatever. It Can is.
0: you say it again? I don't get it. Right.
1: So, what Darth Vader <laughs> he how does he enjoy his turkey?
2: On the dark oh, side, the turkey. Yeah, the dark meat. Oh, it's their dark meat. Yeah. Oh, so we don't have turkey, so and we don't oh. cook. No, oh. no. we don't eat. We don't eat much either. So, and I
0: didn't know there were different colors of the turkey. Yeah, Whoop. but it's still funny, Lee.
2: Yeah, somewhere it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: we do have to leave on a positive note. There's, especially our American podcasting friends would want us to say, "Well, what are some delightful things we like about Christmas songs? Anything by Perry Como? Quite frankly." And I know that's controversial, and I know people don't know who Perry Como is. It's a bit like <laughs> Lee's turkey joke, but nonetheless, anything by Perry Como is delightful and should be brought out every Christmas.
3: Um, I really like "Have Yourself a Merry Little
0: Christmas" is one of my favourites. But who um, by? Everyone's done it, haven't they?
3: Yeah, I'm kind. Do you know what? I actually, I'm not massively fussy. I think it's a beautiful song, and I've not heard like a terrible version of it. I have this really awful habit. My Christmas album is the Ally McBeal Christmas album. Oh, no. So I really she like. released
0: a Christmas album.
3: It was, yeah, Von der Shepard released an album of all the Christmas stuff they did in the Ally McBeal Christmas specials.
0: That is a guilty pleasure. Lee, can you tell me you don't have a Michael Bublé Christmas CD in your collection, do you?
1: How dare you? No, I don't have a Michael Bublé. No, no. Um, I, I have to go with the classic. I have to go with Wham's Last Christmas, the the 12-inch pudding mix that goes on it. for about oh. days. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got to have some wham. And what, apparently, I never knew this until recently, that um, Paul McCartney's simply having a wonderful Christmas time is really, like, reviled. I didn't know that. I love it. Yeah, I love it.
2: The vocals are a bit weird on it. They're a bit like sort of spirally. I don't know how to describe it. I can understand how people would be irritated by it. Well, Kylie but, covered it. Well, it just has a charm to it though. That No, I mean the particular record. I mm. don't know. It's hard to put your finger on. And I just
0: heard in the background these two people from England say that they hate Paul McCartney. I thought you guys absolutely had loyalty beyond anything. That's one of the, the hallmarks of your culture, isn't it? How can you hate Paul McCartney, one of your national treasures?
1: Right, we have like twenty Christmas songs that are played from sort of like if you if you like go into the shops from the beginning of October yeah. until the, until Christmas, and it's the same twenty songs over and over again, um, and it just drives you insane. Um, so it, it's you kind of oh here we go, here's that song again. It's getting.
0: a huge thing in England, isn't it? To have the number one Christmas song is a massive event in Christmas uh, in England.
3: Well, it was before X Factor, yeah, yeah. What did
0: X-Factor do to it? Uh,
3: So the first year that they did X-Factor, Simon Cowell's thing was to try and get the Christmas number one. So they released the X-Factor winner single so that it would get to Christmas number one. And then basically Christmas number one's been ridiculous ever since because it used to be like a massive, massive deal. And then ever since X-Factor, it's either been X-Factor or something like when they got Rage Against the Machine to number one to try and stop.
1: Yeah,
3: getting to Christmas number one oh. last year so it was now some guy. Like stupid things like that, or novelty songs, or yeah. like actual like Christmas stuff that gets the number one anymore.
1: Last year we had some guy from YouTube that sang a song about a sausage roll, and yeah. that was at number one. It was like, like maybe.
3: what? Yeah, yeah, was, no, no. Again, to stop it was hmm. another attempt to stop Simon Cowell getting Christmas number one with. Mm. Yeah, you know, he was releasing at that point.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. interesting dynamic. Simon, Lee, do you feel relieved about having purged these songs now from your system?
1: I feel lighter. <laughs>
2: you feel lighter. <laughs> and Megs, what are you making of all this? Um, I think it's all interesting, but I mainly focus on the songs that I like. And one of them is I I like Ariana Grande's album Christmas and Chill and it only has six songs and none of them go longer than three minutes and it's a great album. What are you, her marketing specialist or something? (laughs) You have to throw that in right at the end. Well, nobody ever talks about it and so I just want to... Out now in all good record shops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, basically I am. I
0: want people to listen to it. Well, I want you to make sure that you've got Wham!, uh, last Christmas, and I'm going to go and look up that 12-inch pudding mix, whatever it was, because I've never yeah, heard that, that but I should, love it. Yeah. Can't have Christmas without a bit of Wham! Last Christmas. And I also like Michael Bublé Christmas song. Michael, don't don't make me angry. We're fading out of the podcast, and you're making me angry. What's wrong
2: with Michael Bublé? Michael
0: Bublé has a huge back catalogue. Captain Kim me for heebie-jeebies, that man. i
2: Merry
1: Christmas <laughs> to all of you can-